You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 246, The Terrible Storyteller with Tanner Duncan. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hello, welcome back to another episode. This is a special treat. Those of you on YouTube may recognize this face that I'm interviewing today because Tanner has been on my podcast before with his lovely wife. But today I'm excited to have Tanner back on the podcast because he has been up to something amazing and I think we need to talk about it and share it with people. So first of all, Tanner, just a refresher, tell people who you are. I am Tanner Duncan. I my YouTube channel is The Terrible Husband, and I love creating videos and stories about my family and the the, the things that we're trying to learn and and the ways that we're trying to grow. So that's that's very brief, small snippet background of of who I am. Yes. So you have three kids, and you I guys do. homeschool, right? Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. There's even more. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> And we have a dog. Yes, I have 10 fingers and 10 toes. Yes, no, I have uh, three girls, three awesome girls, two of them, 12-year-olds, going to be twins, oh, sorry, twins, teens this year. That's a big deal. And then I have a seven-year-old who will be turning eight this year. So that's another big deal. And they definitely keep me on my toes. We uh, recently ended uh, ended about a two-year travel across the United States. We just, uh, COVID hit. We sold our, our, sold our house and bought an RV and uh, just traveled the nation for two years. And it was, it was hard. It was fun. It was fun and hard. And we just recently uh, ended that lifestyle and have now put down roots. And so we are on a firm foundation again. Yeah. How has that trans transition been back to living in a house? It's hard. Um, yeah. We, when we purchased a house, when I say hard, you may, may laugh at it, but uh, it's so houses are so inefficient, right? If I need to go to the, <laughs> if I need to go to the restroom, I've got to walk like a hundred feet to get there versus five feet when you're in the RV, you know, I gotta go to the kitchen to get a snack. Oh man, it's not even worth the energy. I'm going to lose more calories <laughs> than I'm going to gain. And so it's just like, wow, so inefficient, but I don't know. No, it's, it's great. It's great to have, you know, more consistency in, in the lifestyle. And it's, it's good for the, the girls to be able to create a more of a consistent friend group as well. And I, and, and just, you know, getting to know neighbors versus, yeah, you get to know someone in your park next to you for maybe three weeks, but mm -hmm. you don't really hold on to that connection very, very long, or it's kind of hard versus now we have neighbors get to know each other and get to know their kids. And, and that's, I, I, I'm enjoying that a lot more And I appreciate it more than I guess I did before the whole RV trip. Right. That's interesting. We have an RV and I always laugh that because we don't have a big home. I just have a really modest size home and we go for an RV trip, especially with my giant children. And we come back home. I'm like, oh my gosh, we live in a mansion. <laughs> so let me add to that really quick. We, uh, so getting out of the RV, we purchased a home, but we moved into the basement and we're mm -hmm. renting out the top. And so even the basement, we're like, oh, this is still a little bit, this is still bigger than the RV. And so it, it's big. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of funny that people look at me funny at work. They're like, wait, normally you rent your basement, but you're you're renting out the upstairs? Like yeah. what's what's going on? Like, why are you doing that? 
Well, that's awesome. Well, so I know the Duncans because they have been in my membership um, for a while. And um, I think it was last year, was it two years ago that Tanner did a 30 day video? It was a video of 30 days of the yeah. not yelling at your kids. And I'm going to put that in the link yeah. too, because it was so fun to just watch their family and the interactions because I just see you a little bit on Zoom, right? But to actually get to see your family and it was captivating. And the way that he was able to splice stories together and to create 30 days into what, an 18 minute video, like it blows my mind with your creativity. So when he told me he was going to do this course, I was super excited about it. And my daughter has done his course and loved it. And she can be picky. <laughs> so you have won her over. And so I thought we need to tell more people about this because I love the idea of this new course. So I wanted you to tell about your new course, The Terrible Storyteller, and like what made you decide to create this? Uh, first off, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. And Tess has given me some great feedback things to incorporate into the course. So thank you. Um, what's what got me to do this is first is I, it's something I wish I had had when I was a teenager, right? So I'm trying to help teens here with something that I wish I had had. It's I let's go back. Let's go back. You know, I'm 16 year old, 16 year old, you know, even 13 year old. Like I told stories all the time and mostly through video. Right. And they were terrible. Like they were horrible. <laughs> like they're just, you look back at it and you're like, wow. And that's, that's totally fine. Right. You have to, you have to start somewhere. Right. And, um, but I could have grown so much faster if I had had a guide and some direction, but I didn't. And so it took me a lot longer. Right. And so I wish I had had something like that. The second, second reason why I'm doing that is because like I said earlier, I, I have two girls that are going to become um, teens this year. And there haven't been a lot of good courses that we've found for extracurricular stuff for the teenage group. And so I wanted to create something. Well, I wanted something for them. So I thought, well, why don't I create something for that group? There's a, there's, there's a gap there and there's something I can provide. So I wanted something that my girls could also learn from and enjoy. So those are the two, two, two uh, causes really for me creating this. That's so neat. So tell me about like, how did you find because it's such an interesting idea and it's so simple on one hand, like storytelling, anybody can tell a story, but a good storyteller is captivating, right? Like it draws you in. Think of a great comedian. It's just a great storyteller, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of things like that is just storytelling. So how did you like, what was your process to improve yourself in your storytelling ability? So I, I let me start off with a quote there from Ratatouille, right? <laughs> when the rat uh, is talking to Gustav or the ghost or whatever, um, anybody can cook. And the, the rat responds, yeah, but not everybody should. Right. <laughs> but uh, so any, any, yeah, anybody can tell a story and I'm not going to say not, not everybody should, but it, knowing learning structure is what mm. has helped. Right. So I am a huge fan of winging it and exploring and, and, writing down thoughts as they come or going, pulling out my camera and filming something really fun and totally a fan, totally support that. But when you're done experimenting and exploring, you're going to need to put it together and mm -hmm. structure does that for you. It takes these awesome ideas, these fun, fun experiences that you've had with experimenting with, with cameras or, or, you know, dialogue or whatever. 
it takes those things and then it helps frame them up so that you can tell a, a story that, that 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 just string that will string someone not string someone but that will pull someone along or or engage them as they're as they're watching it or, or reading that story mm-hmm. so structure is what i really lacked and it had to just learn slowly over time and it took a lot longer than i would have would have liked you know this reminds me of um so my husband is really intelligent but couldn't draw to save his life and playing telestrations with our family is hilarious <laughs> because we have like some art people who are really good and some people are like chicken scratches right so one of my sons he's like oh no i got dad's talent but when we did, we had the good and the beautiful art books of like, do this step, then do this step. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I can, I can draw. I just oh, yeah. needed that structure. I just needed a step-by-step instead of like, here, draw a horse. It was like step one, <laughs> maybe draw the back, right? Step yeah. two. And all of a sudden with that structure, somebody who quote unquote, doesn't have the talent all of a sudden said, oh, it was just too much. But when I pieced it out, all of a sudden anybody could become an artist or in your case, anybody can become a storyteller. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's a part in the course and something I've experienced in real life is um, people will, so there's a, there's a joke with, you know, drawing an owl. So he says the instructions are draw two circles, then draw the rest of the owl. Right. So, <laughs> and I see that in the business world, right. So mm-hmm. where, where I work, people don't understand the idea of, of showing their work probably because they don't know those steps right and and so they do struggle you know people that i work with will will struggle with the work that they're doing because they've only seen maybe the first step and drawing the owl at that mm. the end so it's a it's it's a benefit of knowing the structure for telling stories both for telling story's sake and entertainment but also for working in the business world as well that's wonderful so this is a course for teens Right. And so it's online and tell me about like the, the course itself. I know it's on, on your website, the terrible teacher.co will break it down, but kind of give a highlight of what some are some of the things that they would learn. How long is the course? Those types of yeah. questions. Uh, let's see which one I'll start with. How, how long is the course? Well, it's made for homeschoolers specifically in mind, right? Teenage homeschoolers or, or motivated teenagers um, in mind. So how long depends on them. I mean, they could binge it all in, you know, in a day or a week, whatever they want, or they could, you know, take their time, you know, drag it out or, or just enjoy it and really actually learn. So there are nine sections, so they could break it up easily into nine weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So it can easily be a nine week course. They can condense it, you know, if they want to do it in three weeks, six weeks, whatever. The, the shorter, I, I don't recommend as much because there are also assignments that come with it, mm. right? There are assignments with any, any good course, right? You want, you want the information that you're learning to stick, not just a momentary, oh, I get it hot or, or I binged this and I enjoyed it and that was fun. All right, I'll go to something else. You want to be able to retain right. that information. So there's a lot of assignments in there and there's a lot of resources, right? So I've curated a good list of resources that the, that the student can uh, look into get to dive deeper into like there's there's areas where I'm not diving really deep into uh, let's say like editing on a certain type of software right I'm mm. gonna go over some editing some some techniques but if you want to learn a specific software then I've got some places for you to go where you can find that information so going back to your question of how you know like how long is it yeah I, I would say probably you know nine weeks is what what I would expect for the course but you could definitely do it much faster. Um, 
And then what was your, your question before that was? Who? Like, I know on your website, it says what are in some of the videos, like section one, oh, yeah. anatomy of a story. Yeah, so yeah. like, talk to me a gotcha. little bit about those types of things. What's in it? Well, like, what will they learn? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be learning, the students would be learning um, the structure, like we were talking about there, the structure of a story, because that's where it's all going to start before we do anything else. We want to understand these different structures. And we're going to talk about multiple structure types. There's not just one structure type that, every, that everybody follows when they tell stories. Mm -hmm. No, it's, there's, there's multiple different types and that's, and that's an opportunity for them to get their feet wet and understand, ah, okay, I could try this. And I don't, I don't like that. I love this structure. Oh, I don't like that. This structure. Oh, ooh, I like that structure. Okay. I'm going to stick with that or I'm going to mix and match. So we'll go over structure and then we'll take that structure that they've learned and we'll start to analyze. And that's, this is, this is one of my favorite parts is you're analyzing stories and and some of the things that we do is we'll take ads um you know online ads and we'll just take these short clips and just analyze what how how did the storyteller how did the advertiser tell a story in just 30 seconds or a minute or whatnot and so we'll take those frameworks that we used or that we've we've learned and we try to break it down that that right there when you are able to understand okay so i understand what a framework this framework is but when you're actually able to apply it to real life right? The seed in the real world live. Oh man. And then, then it's like, oh wow, this is starting to click. Okay. I get it. I see it in these other things now. Whoa. Okay. So then, so they've they learned the structure. Now they learn how to analyze it. And we do it for some long, like a long film as well. Um, I'll, I'll just give it away. I'm a huge fan of secret life of Walter Mitty. That's the, oh, that's yeah. the long film. We do ads and stuff. And, um, but the long film that we do is secret life of Walter Mitty. After that, we talk more about planning. Right. So, okay. You know, the structure, you know how to look for it. Let's get your ideas out. Let's, let's start generating ideas and let's plan out a story. Like what, what will you need to do to plan out to successfully plan out a story? And I'll, I'll, I'll throw out a tip right here. One of the key things is a log line. You need to have a log line. A log line is a brief summary of the story and it includes like what the, the conflict and the desire is. It's, it's, I'll break that down even more. You want a friend to watch a video. And you turn to them and say, hey, we should watch this video. And they say, well, what's it about? And your response is the log line, right? It's, right. oh, it's about a guy who wants to marry this woman, but her parents don't, but his parents don't want him to, you know, like whatever, there's, there's a conflict there, but you don't give the resolution. So that's the, that's the log line. It gets them interested and hooked in. Uh, after that, I know you asked, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rambling on and taking no, you through the whole thing. So you, you stop me when you, don't, if you don't want anymore. Um, well then after, so after planning, we get into um things like how to track things that resonate with you right so we often will watch stories or watch movies or, or read a story in a book or see something in art like oh that's cool that's really nice i like that that really moved me that touched me that resonated with me huh, okay i might remember it yeah i might not so we want to be able to capture that, that information capture those things that resonate with you and so i show them a way of of capturing those things so that they can come back and easily find that information. And my wife mm -hmm. puts that down in, in one word. She said, she says it's Pinterest, right? It's, it's the same idea there of Pinterest, right? Of capturing those things. After that, we jump into um, the master storyteller and that's Jesus. And I love that part because it, it's, it's a new way, a fresh way in my mind of looking at the parables that Jesus has taught. You know, growing up, I've, I know these, these parables, I'm familiar with these parables, but thinking about them in the sense that, oh, he didn't just make them up. Like 
he thought about them. There's their structure to what he has. And maybe, maybe he's not following, you know, a, a specific guideline or structure that, that, that they had back in the day. But if you look at some of the structures we go over, you're able to find some of the, 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 the structures in there that it's following like the three acts. You have mm-hmm. some of these parables that have the, the three acts. You have some, uh, so in, in the course to talk about, there are seven key ingredients to have that make up a good story, right? Because you're wondering, well, what is a good story? We talk about those ingredients. And, and later on, when we get into the section on, on Jesus's stories, we actually find those ingredients in his stories. And it's just kind of eye-opening. Wow, that's really cool. This person, whether you're religious or not, whether you believe in Jesus or not, this person, as a fact, has impacted the lives of billions, right? This person has impacted billions of people. So there must be something that he did that we can learn from, both spiritually, but if you're not in, into that, it's fine. You can also learn for your own you know, work that you're creating, right? Your own story. So after, 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 I don't know where to go after Jesus. There's not really a, a capstone to that because he's the top, but do end the course then with goal setting and making sure that we understand how do we set goals and, and, and make them achievable. So right. all of that, kind of, I just kind of ranted there, but, uh, no, that's great. And course. you can read more about it on the site too, but I know it was a lot. And my daughter um, loved it when she was going through the course. She was like, they're so funny, these videos. So it's not like this really dry professor who sits there and like does a story, right? But she was like, I was, she was enjoying it. I was like, oh, I'm so excited for the next, the vi- next video and what Tanner's going to do. So I know the course itself is really interesting and kept my daughter completely captivated and so excited because she's always wanted to do video stuff. And then she kind of dropped it for a while. And this has helped her to come back to that passion and love. But I've watched her even practice these storytelling tips with her oratory for speech and debate. And That's when cool. I was presenting something um, at a homeschool conference and she was like, you need to add in this. Oh, this is out of place. And I was like, thank you. This is Whoa. awesome. So she was really helpful. Now, something you have on your site that I couldn't say amen more to was like, what does it say? What are the next steps? Watch the course with your teen, the course Mm. trailer, and make sure they are interested. (laughs) Yes. I think it's like, so within my membership, I will coach teens, right? Or I coach teens just privately. And my number one rule is they want to be coached. Um, if not, I can shoot the breeze with them and we can talk about what they're interested in, but they do not care to be there. So I love that you put that caveat in there. They like, watch this with your teen and make sure they actually want to do the course. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And if they, yeah, I think I put the joke on there is use the money. If they're not interested in it, use the money towards like a Mark Rover course, you know, right. do something, do something <laughs> that will bring value to them and therefore your family and therefore your community and therefore the world, right? So spend your money on something that they will do. Yes. I, I actually had somebody comment the other day on Facebook with my kids that are in college and like, how do I get my kid to do this? And I said, Oh, I don't, my kids wanted to, and I just support them. Like I actually was my test that watched her course. I actually tried to get her just a full homeschool with me the whole way through. And she's like, well, it's like, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I love that because when we try to force a kid to do a course and they're not interested in it, we feel frustrated that we spent the money or like, see, here's something else that didn't work. And it's not the course that didn't work. It's that the kid wasn't interested in the yeah. course. So yeah. like, yeah. if you have a kid who loves this idea, watches the trailer, they're going to do the course because they will want to do it. Yeah. 
if I can throw out there as well, it's the first, it's the first couple of sections that are critical that they are doing um, quickly, like not like trying to get through, but I mean like consistently, Mm -hmm. if you're going to take a huge pause in between, you totally can, totally can, but they kind of lose momentum regardless Mm -hmm. of what it is. If, If it's too long of a break, they'll lose momentum there. So, yes, but they have lifetime access to the course, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, awesome. Yep. So worst case scenario, they could just start back. They can take breaks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They <laughs> absolutely, um, fan of breaks and fan of taking a pause, you know, but, uh, to get, to keep that momentum, I think it's important to make sure that the, for them, it, you'll have to observe them. Like, are they taking these sections? Are they going through these lessons or just having huge breaks in between them? So they're losing momentum and losing interest. Yes. So, so we'll just end with one last thing about this because on his FAQ, he said, is there a community element of the course? And Tanner is doing this so awesome. If he has only 15 kids who are interested, he will create this community and tell me about what that would look like. Yes. So if we get that, that interest level, the one of the benefits of this course is that you'll have like-minded individuals, people who want to tell stories and if they're the ones who have watched the trailer and they're engaged and they want to do this, then they'll want to interact with other teams that are telling stories or that want to tell stories. And then they can bounce ideas off of each other. So you have this community where they can, we, we can have challenges on there of like, hey, let's let's try to do a, you know, a 30 day story or a 30 second story, you know, whatever it is. And then and you have these people that they can then connect with long term as well. They're going to grow up, right? But it's it's really these connections of, I, I met I met Joe during this course and he and I have just been bouncing ideas off of for the past three years, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I, he's been a great sounding board for my ideas. Um, and because we've taken this course, we have a common language, which is right. so important when you have that is, is if you can speak the same language, oh, you remember this, it looks like this is missing more of that build and act too. Oh, this has got a little bit too much drama in there or, you know, whatever it is that they can speak to you that is a common language. And that'll help you grow even better and faster because they're reinforcing what you've already learned. And so there's a huge benefit there of, of, with that community. And so that's what it would look like of having challenges, having just op- opportunity to have open dialogue and chat with each other. Yes. I think that'd be so great too. Just even like, Hey, here's something we're going to try this. And then to have almost a, a due date and knowing somebody is going to see it right. of just helping that motivation of like, all right, I got to get this done because I want to show my class or I want to show the other teens or I want to hear what they have to say. So I think it's a really neat idea. Okay. So you can check out Tanner's um, storytelling course at the terrible teacher.co. And I will put a link also in um, the notes. And um, I'll also throw in that YouTube video of the, from the terrible husband (laughs) from the 30 day, no yelling challenge. Anything else you want to add Tanner? I am not the same man I was at the start of that video and that challenge. <laughs> I hope we all grow from a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'll add that there. Take that challenge with Meg. I'll definitely say that, yeah. that was a huge game changer in my life. So that's, oh, that's awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on today, Tanner. And I want you guys to go check out the course and for all of your teens who are interested in this, um, go and grab this course. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys thank next you. week. Hello, friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you are going to love my curriculum. 
Each month, you will receive 16 lesson plans that cover habits, the arts, science, history, and so much more. Head on over to www.coachmegthomas.com and click on shop at the top of my site, or you can check it out in my Instagram bio. Have a great one. Thank you.